Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Inside Connection. I'm Craig Martin here with Christina Martin. We are the hosts of the show. Welcome. Hi, Christina. Hi. Hi, host. We are the hosts of the show. I like how you said that. We are. (laughs) We are. And we're here to enlighten and entertain. Yes. Good. Making people think, making people laugh. Mm -hmm. You know, the chart is good. Happy solstice, by the way. Yeah, happy solstice. Oh, my gosh. Exciting day. Evened out the days and the nights starting fall. So exciting. Technically. I mean, for us us northern hemisphere folks. Yes. Uh, It's solstice for us southern hemisphere folks, but it's it's the spring solstice. Right. Right. For them. So it's solstice for everybody today where the the day and the night are more equal. And whether you're heading into fall or heading into spring, um, today is a day of balance. And mm. yeah, kind of, I think, nice. I happen to really like this day. I think zero degrees Libra is a perfect day. <laughs> There's so much harmony in it. You think about the scales and, you know, Libra and the way they're balanced and even the symbol, you know, like it looks like a little omega, looks uh-huh. like the Greek letter omega. So it's yeah. very um, even and equal and balanced. And when when I think about Libra, I think about how they are like an equalizer. When they're really functioning, high-functioning Libras can, like, definitely calm down arguments and fights and like they they're coming and soothing and they can come into a situation and be like, okay, let's just figure out how to make this better. Like that's, that's Libra. So that's how I feel about this day. Let's figure out how to make this better, whatever it is. And, um, and that's a nice thing. So we did just have the full moon. Yes. You and I were going to talk a little bit about that, and then we realized that the show was actually right on the equinox. So then we thought, oh, my God, we have to do an equinox show. But we did have a full moon not even two days ago, and um, it was quite beautiful, Pisces moon. I saw it when it was rising. It was beautiful color. It was like cream, off-white, orange. Like it had a little tiny bit of parchment parchment paper was very pretty i love that appropriate for pisces the beauty Mm. Uh uh-huh the spirituality sensitivity the sensitivity yeah being able to pick up the delicate Uh, nature of parchment paper (laughs) (laughs) yes pisces is delicate doesn't mean weak Uh -uh. doesn't mean weak it just means gentle. Mm, mm-hmm. 
really in tune with the subtleties. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. So yeah. we were looking at the we were looking at the um the current global energy, current position of the planets, and we were talking about how the sun is very close to Mars. And that for the next two weeks, it's going to be quickly catching up with Mars and that it will join Mars in the sky Mm. at around 14 degrees Libra in 14 days. Mm -hmm. So roughly exactly two weeks from today, um, I think we'll be having a, a, a greater talk about the sun Mars conjunction in Libra, but that energy is, we can feel it already because it's, five degrees away already we have lots of children that are going to be born in the next two weeks with the sun conjunct mars very strong willed and um very fair-minded right like because it's all Mm. going to be about libra and enforcing the libra um, (laughs) energy so i think we're going to see a little bit of that in the next two weeks, the government and people around us, you know, what's fair is fair. And we are going to have to show up for that. Mm. We're, going to have to, we're also going to have to stand in the fire of people who may not think it's fair. Stand in the fire of people who may not think it's fair. I see, right. Having to take a little bit of the flack or do the, you know, Mars assertiveness, take a little bit of the fight do a little bit of tension with with Libra, with having to really balance. I mean, it does, Libra is the one that, although is so, like is, you know, the softer of Libra Aries, those two combos together. Sometimes I think of Libra as kind of a, they're, they're subtly strong. Like if they, if things aren't balanced, like they'll cooperate, they're very diplomatic, you know, they'll listen to what you have to say, they'll take it into consideration. But if they, if that's not, if that's not balanced, <laughs> then right. there's a little bit of fire there, or a little fight. Right, that I comes agree. Out. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with and that so, completely, because they're all cardinal signs. So there's mm. something inherently strong about them, because they like initiating, you know, mm-hmm. the cardinal signs usually like starting things and new beginnings and every Aries has a little bit of Libra in them and every Libra has a little bit of Aries. So <laughs> that dualistic nature, I noticed uh, also that the moon is in opposition to Mercury. And while we don't really notice that or see that oh. very much, it's a very interesting alignment. Um, if you were, if you were on Mercury right now, our moon would look very full <laughs> <laughs> full, full, full moon on Mercury. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a good title for a book. Full moon on Mercury. <laughs> oh my gosh, the information you glean from that. Since there are no moons of Mercury. <laughs> right, it's gonna have to take our moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looking out at the Earth tonight, children. You can see a full moon. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. (laughs) Yeah. So, and then there's a little bit of water. There's so much air, right? Like the majority just said, the sun's in Libra. Happy solstice, happy, happy equinox, not solstice. I hope I haven't been saying solstice. Um, 
happy equinox. It's not the solstice. Um, And um, let's see. And Mercury is in Libra and Mars is in Libra and Jupiter and Saturn are in Aquarius. So that's five out of 10. It's a lot. That's a lot of air. That's a lot of air. And fire is, you know, the one element right now that we don't really have very much of. Mm -hmm. And we won't for a while. We won't Mm -hmm. for a while. Not, you know, like real constitutional fire in the chart will not happen until Neptune and um, Saturn go into Aries in 2025. (laughs) There's no fire. Yeah, it's pretty intense, right? Jupiter also will go into Aries maybe in like two and a half years. So that's a little sooner. But yeah, there's no outer planet fire for a while. Yeah, so fire is the element that we don't have too much of. And the next major sign, that the next major planet that will do that is Venus going into Sagittarius. But for right now, we have to rely on the moon being in fire in order for there to be any fire in the chart. And the moon is in Aries tonight. So there is a little bit of fire and creativity and willfulness and our ability to get our vision known, have our vision known or seen. Hmm. Venus is in Scorpio. It's not the best placement for it, but I think she's shining lovely and brightly out there in the evening sky after the sun goes Ooh. down. Oh my gosh, Very gorgeous. Beautiful Venus. And Jupiter and Saturn are getting closer and closer together to go out, yeah. yeah, before they really are going to part when Jupiter goes direct. So it's still a time for communication, friendship intimacy with Venus and Scorpio that could Mm. be, you know, sexual or physical intimacy, but more than likely it's about emotional intimacy, just our ability to be honest with people and express who we are and be seen and not be afraid of being seen. That's, that's important with Libra. You want to be able to communicate with people, communicate from the heart. That's one thing that Venus and Scorpio could do for you. Because love is intimacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. I know I know you're not a yeah, I know. Venus and Scorpio is kind of a hard placement for her to be there, but I agree. I like I like that. Using that energy well. The love yeah. is intimacy. Yeah. Self love is, is being courageous and showing showing your vulnerabilities. Tonight and tomorrow, Venus is going to be in opposition to Uranus. So if there is upset or if you do, you know, like have some sudden positive encounter, like you might find out that someone likes you that you didn't realize liked you or someone expresses that or you might suddenly find yourself in a desirable sexual situation that you were completely not expecting because Venus is in Scorpio and Uranus is in Taurus. So the, you know, the energy for like surprising kinds of love or surprising kinds of um, intimacy, again, Mm -hmm. on any level with people, you might also find yourself in a surprising conversation with somebody that feels very personal and intimate and open. Lovely. That sounds nice. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. So that. Yeah. Libra, Libra season, Christina Martin. Do you have any Libra in your chart? I'm a Libra rising. 
Libra rising so that you can speak to this, you know, what do you think are the major qualities of Libra? What are the major personality qualities? Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, really striving for harmony, really striving for, um, you know, I mean, I think that Libra knows out of all the signs when you partner with someone in a really positive, healthy way, you get a lot more done. You can go farther. Life can seem a little better. Um, so striving towards that, partnering up with people and, um, you know, working on having your needs met and their needs met and then get to something bigger and better at the same exact time. So striving towards peace and love, man. I like peace. I like peace a lot as a a word for Libra. Mm -hmm. I think, I think because Libra is all about surrendering our own ego in an attempt to understand the other person's situation, it's Mm. clinical. It's not like Pisces. It's, Mm. it's didactic. It's in the mind, but there's still a directive in Libra, like, you know, an operating directive that says you will compromise, you know, you will compromise. And in order to be able to compromise, you have to listen to what somebody else needs. There's no way to compromise with somebody if you, if you're not paying attention to what they're asking for. Correct. So it's, it's very different from Pisces because Pisces is, I think, a lot more intuitive. Pisces doesn't really even have to ask also, uh-huh. sometimes they sometimes they give when nobody really wants what they're giving. You know, like mm. Pisces, Pisces is a completely different energy, but I'm equating the two because they're both working on something similar, which is <clears throat> figuring out what somebody else needs and trying to meet that for them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's certainly not Scorpio. Scorpio mm-hmm. is an energy where, um, you know, somebody tells you what they need and then you can decide whether you want to do that or not. <laughs> you know, it's much more, it's a, it's a much more selfish kind of energy where, you know, you can be mm-hmm. like, well, that's fine that you want me to do that, but I'm not going to Libra yeah. Libra is more like, okay, so you want me to do that. Let me figure out how I can, or if I can't, I'll try to meet you halfway or yeah. I'll figure out, you know, they, they come up with some kind of a solution. And it's very, like you're saying, they come up with a solution in a, you know, thoughtful way. They're using their minds. They're, you know, using that ability to, like, objectively think and weigh things out and, you know, bring all the details up for judgment to figure out what exactly is, is the right balance. You you must be um, just shocked and appalled when people are, um, you know, like when when they when when they act as if everything that's happening is happening to them. 
and like would somebody <laughs> interact with you and like you must be like what you know because with Libra rising it has to be really startling for you to meet an energy that's very um all about them ah uh, yes i tend to think i do two ways i either uh, yes i'm taken aback because that's not how i live my life or I do the Libra thing where I'm like, well, you know, they think it's all about them, so I'll try to make it a little bit about them for a little while. So that's important <laughs> to them. <laughs> and then maybe step away because I need some me time. So, yeah, try to balance yeah. out somebody else's ego. It takes a lot of work. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. Really or take a hard step away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that happens too. Yes. Hard step away. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, that's the balance so, of Aries and Libra. Yes. So we want to wish our Libra listeners a happy birthday mm-hmm. because today starts Libra. And um, this is actually one of the earliest uh, start dates uh, mm. for it. Yeah is to have zero degrees on the 22nd because you can have zero degrees as late as the 24th. Wow. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Meaning that because we have leap years, because we have leap years, the day of the equinox is not always, uh, the same. Yeah. Right. It's not always the 22nd. Um, in fact, a lot of the times it could even be the 21st, right? The first day of spring is March 21st. Mm. Aries. So mm-hmm. but that's also following. It just has to do with the alignment of the days, right? It, March follows February and February only has 28 days. March has 31 days. September only has 30. So the, the, it's, it's not always easy to remember exactly when it happens. I know that's kind of a probably inconsequential tangent, a meaningless thing to say, but, um, but it interests me. It interests me. Yes. Yeah. Well, and we're talking about Libra birthdays, so it's, it's officially marked today. Correct. Libra birthdays start today. They don't always start today. Mm -hmm. Um, I know two people who were born on September 24th, and one person's son is at two degrees, and the other person's son is at zero. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So some people yeah. born on in some years on September 22nd or September 23rd can still be Virgo. Virgo. Yeah. It's correct. It's yeah. correct. And that would normally happen... That would normally happen on the year before a leap year, right? Once the leap year happens, then it sets the date all the way back to as early as it can be. Mm, But once you get to the year before the leap year, then it goes to the day that's as late as it can be. Yeah. So since today is the earliest then I would venture to guess that next year is not a leap year. It's not a leap year, the year before, right. 2020 I mean, must have know. been a leap year. Well, I could look it up, but I, but according to my theory, <laughs> <laughs> according to my theory, um, very easy to find out. 
Yes, 2020 was a leap year. Okay. There we go. So that means that means that next year the equinox will be on the 23rd, and then the year after in 2023 it'll be on the 24th, and then in 2024 when we have Four. a leap year again, right? It will reset the equinox all the way back up to the 21st or the 22nd. Hmm. Yeah, maybe I'm throwing myself under the bus to say that that's meaningless. I think that it's very interesting how the the clock of astrology is more accurate than the date. Yes. I find that I find that, you know, that that's what's so interesting to me is that the Equinox is always obviously is at the exact same time. Uh-huh. It's always at the exact same time. It's the first day of fall. It's when the sun goes into Libra. And yet it doesn't happen on the same day, even at the same moment. So it just goes to show you how messed up the Roman calendar is, the Gregorian <laughs> calendar. It's so messed up. You know, every four years you have to add a day. You got to do this. You know, you got to stand on your head and spin around three times in order to make sure that it all turns out to be okay. Right. Don't they get it already? Jeez. The equinox is happening every every year at the exact same moment. It doesn't matter what day it is. Mm-hmm. It's happening right. at the exact same moment. It's when the earth passes into autumn. Yeah, it's And that's so where we are right now. And yes. you would think, too, I mean, I'm sure farmers, you know, people that deal with the actual, you know, seasons and the harvest and the earth in Correct. a really day-to-day, you know, way. Correct. More Those so things are correlatable. They are. They're cor- they, we can correlate full moons with frost and Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. yeah there's correlations they've been they've been watching it for like 5,000 years you know (laughs) like they 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 go like okay so it's the full moon next week so you can't plant until after that or you better harvest the last of the tomatoes or they're going to get burned you Mm -hmm. know by the full moon so people paid attention to that and and then it worked mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and then it and then it worked i i know when i had a house in upstate new york i always paid attention to that this hmm. year you could get away with planting a little early put out peas and put out this and that a little on the early side it might be worth taking your chances because the full moon's going to be in march like really early but if you have mm. a full moon, if you have a full moon in like, you know, April 12th instead of April 30th, no, mm. not, in up, not in upstate New York. If you have a full moon in Aries and it's really close, this is the same. I can use this one. If you have a full moon in, in Libra, right, and it's mm. now, you could get away with letting some of your vegetables go a little bit longer all the way to the, to the full moon that will happen at the end of October. But mm. if you have a full moon in the second or third week of October, you got to pick them. Hmm. Otherwise they're going to get frostbite. Mm. That's so so growing season, they knew whether they would have a longer or a shorter growing season based on the moon cycle. 
Okay. And yeah, people could be like, oh, there's no science to that and whatever, but it does have to do with energy. It always has to do with energy. Mm-hmm. I, I've always said that, and I'm sure that a lot of people would think I'm completely crazy, but I know for a fact that the moon influences the weather. It definitely hmm. influences the tides. So how could it not influence the weather? Right. It's we just, just haven't really found the, the we haven't found the link. Yes, exactly. It uh-huh. pulls on the water. <laughs> and there's a ton of water in the atmosphere. So, yeah, it's like clouds. So yeah. how could it how could it yeah, as clouds and also just <laughs> as water vapor. Yeah. So how could the moon not pull on uh, the atmosphere exactly? Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. I just just saying just saying that there might be something there. It's good. It's good for the equinox. It's good for the equinox to think about these things. Yes. Yes. Balanced mind. Right. Right. We're at the tipping point. We're now making a turn. Balanced mind. Mercury and Libra. Mercury and Libra. Sun and Libra. Mm -hmm. Mars and Libra. It's a lot. It's a lot of, lot of, you know, need for truth in some ways. feels a lot like truth to me. Hmm. I know Sagittarius is all about truth, but Libra, how can you compromise and be diplomatic without truth? Yeah. Scales of you justice, do. you know. Right. Maybe justice is a better word, but, but truth and justice kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like in the cosmic sense, I know like obviously truth and justice don't go hand in hand in human court system, but but you know that's because yeah. lawyer lawyers are involved. But truth and justice go together in the metaphysical realm. Mhm. Like justice is based on truth. Karma, Libra. Balance that out. Exactly. Karma, Libra, right? When you die, you go there and they're holding a scale. Uh, yeah, there you go. They're holding He's a scale. A Libra. They, right? And there's a feather on one side. And then they, what? Yeah. They put your soul on the other side. And if it's a little too dark and a little too heavy, eh. eh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, down the goose shaft. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There is truth there. I never really thought too much about Libra and truth. But, you know, when you get into a partnership with someone, you can't lie about your needs. I mean, you can, but it's not going to work out for you. Relationship killer. Yeah. Yeah. People do it. They hide in relationships because they don't want to scare people off, but they don't realize that people get more pissed if uh, if you're hiding something from them. And you don't disclose it. So this Libra season, make sure you're having open-minded, fair communications with the people that you love. So good. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Works out for everyone, including you. And we'll do a little do quick that. shout out to uh, to our some Libra. of our uh, some of our famous Libras. Well, we talked about how John Lennon and Gandhi were both Libras. You and I talked oh, about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And they were both so much about peace, right? So that's why when you said peace before, that was really extraordinary. 
Mm-hmm. Um, St. Francis of Assisi, who was so peaceful and lovely and beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. But some of our, you know, some of our more modern people who are, uh, who are um, Libras, right? Eminem, yeah. Serena Williams, Kate Winslet, Kim Kardashian, Will Smith. Good ones. Yeah. Balanced, happy birthday relationships. Happy birthday to them, to those people. Matt Damon. Yeah. Bruno Mars. Cardi B. Cardi B. Right. Cardi we talked B. also about Barbara Walters and Snoop Dogg. I think that they know each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> or is that Snoop relation. Dogg? And, probably it's Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart, right? I think so, yeah. Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart are friends. Yeah, sorry about that, Barbara. So um, <laughs> Olivia Newton-John, who's everybody's sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Olivia Newton-John and Sting and the boss, Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> so those are, love yeah. them. Love them. Yes. Um, yeah, I think I want to tell the listeners that they can find us um, online at the Los Angeles Astrology School or at Sage of Stars. And mm-hmm. you can find Los Angeles Astrology School on Instagram where we're doing daily astrological insights that are amazing and beautiful with mm-hmm. an image of the day and a bit of wisdom of the day. So if you'd like to capitalize on the, the astrological vibe, check out Los Angeles Astrology School at Instagram. And other than that, we'll be here next week. And mm-hmm. I always love seeing you here. Oh, I love it too. I love it so much. So happy to talk to you and to talk to all the people out there. And hope everyone has a good night. Good night, everybody. Happy Equinox. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.